Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I'm so excited to dig into your chart. Um, just for the audience to get to know you better, why don't you give us a line about what you do in the world and one line about what you hope to get from the reading? Uh, I am an engineer um, and I work uh, mostly around the water. So like I do ship design um, and to learn about like elements other than just the sun signs. So mm -hmm. I, I've always been interested in astrology, but all I've ever really known is sun sign stuff. So. Beautiful. And I'm curious, is there any aspect of your life, like, like your life's purpose that you think you would want to get out of this reading? Um, yeah, I mean, I would certainly be interested in learning, like, if there's a path that I should pursue. Okay, beautiful. All right, here we go. So it's really interesting because the first thing that I noticed from your chart is you have two stelliums. So stelliums are when you have um, three or more planets in one particular area. So you probably, I don't know if you probably read your horoscope and go, okay, I'm very Pisces. Like I identify with it most of the time. And that's because you have a lot of action in Pisces. So you've got your sun, your North node, your moon and Mercury in Pisces. However, you also have a Capricorn stellium. So you have um, Mars, Neptune, Saturn, and Uranus in um, Capricorn. So I encourage you that the next time you read your horoscope, um, and just to, I can show you where it is, it's down here. So mm -hmm. next time you read your horoscope, check out Capricorn as well, because that might give you some insights on what's going on with you on that any particular given day. Especially if like Pisces, like a Pisces horoscope doesn't resonate with you with one day, which is not likely because you have so much energy there. There might be insights for you in Capricorn too. But let's start with the sun because that is how we identify with ourselves, how we see ourselves. And so you have Pisces, you have the sun in Pisces. So when I think about someone who has a sun in Pisces, they probably see themselves as very imaginative, like a good imagination, very empathic. You're probably like the type of person that can walk into a room and kind of feel how everyone's like emotions are without knowing. Um, you know, very emotionally connected because Pisces is clearly a, a water sign, which represents emotions compared to like maybe an air sign or an earth sign. Um, and, and, you know, Pisces is often all known as like a very spiritual, spiritually connected sign. Um, but for me, I'm getting more of like this imaginative, like imagination, flowy, empathic um, is probably how you see yourself. Yeah, I, I would say like as a, as a kid and even now, I often find myself in situations like even at work where if um, like I can feel someone's energy and then I, I'm always trying to like comp help people make a compromise almost like even as a kid, like when I was playing, I would always be like, I like trying to figure out, or I would, I would notice like who the person in the room who didn't feel comfortable was and like almost like try to emulate them so that they had like an ally. Beautiful, beautiful. And I love that. Um, I love that you said that because Pisceans are very friendly. People feel very safe and comfortable around them. They're very like, they love they Like I think of like also hopeless romantic and that like, they just love to love and be loved. Like they want harmony. They want peace. They're so connected to source that they're like, we should all be getting along. Um, 
but that also kind kind of comes up with the word that also is a very Piscean word, which is intuitive. So I feel like there's like a high level intuitive, even though you might not be connected to the super spirituality of Pisces, you are highly intuitive. So you have that connection, even though you may not know where it's coming from and what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so yeah. that, that's how you see yourself. Go ahead. Okay. No, no, I, I think that's true. I, I like always want to be, I, I believe in a lot of spiritual things and I just always, I don't know if I have like certain, I don't, I don't know. You always question that stuff. I'm always like, am I crazy? Like, am I, I don't know. So, <laughs> so well, well, you're not crazy. So even let me tell you a little bit more about the sun sign. The sun sign, it's not just how you see yourself. It's your magic it's your secret sauce it's what you put onto everything that you do especially when we're about to get to the next speech which is like your soul's path um so what you bring to the table with the problem you're here to solve in the world is aligned with that intuition so you're going to be placing your intuition in everything you do and that's going to be the magic creative niche for you in moving your soul's path forward so you said something really interesting, which was you, you always wanted to find like balance and harmony, almost like I heard diplomacy. Like you were like a diplomat since you were a child is what I'm hearing from when you were like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd necessarily describe myself as that because I also can be very, at least at work. Like I'm an example would be my last review with my boss. He said to me like, uh, I'm not sure why, but for some reason, people listen to you. So be careful what you say. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, well, I don't think he necessarily meant it as a compliment. I took it as a compliment. So <laughs> I like, well, I, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I try to make people rally around a cause in some way. Interesting. Well, the reason I was curious about um, that that, that when you said like you always try to get people to get comfortable around you and you heard people size and you kind of like you like what comes up for me is well let's talk about your rising so the rising sign is how people see you so you see yourself as this very intuitive go with the flow kind of person and people see you as your rising which according to the information you gave me is a libra and when we look at libra it's the only sign that doesn't have a like an like a animal or a human representing it it's the scales it's the balance. And when I think of Libra, you know, one of the ways to look at Libra is the person who's balancing two sides, who, you know, Libra's goal is to like really be in balance. And so sometimes they're not, but that's what they're looking towards to work towards. They're like, okay, I see your side. I see your side. How can we see, how can we find a compromise? I think you use the word compromise, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I use the word diplomat because that's what Libra's goal is. Libra is like always trying to like have people work together, come together, like be, be, be able to see what the other person's saying you like, and even like agreeing to disagree, but bringing that harmony into an experience. Yeah. I would say I certainly like, and the person, especially especially at work, since that's what I do a lot. But um, <laughs> I uh, I would say I I'm the person who almost like can interpret what someone's saying to me in one like and and kind of translate it in a way, even though we're we're all speaking English. But yeah, um, yeah, because you're literally able to see what someone else is doing and see the other person's doing and be like, okay, I'm gonna be this that's why I love the word diplomat or ambassador for Libra because she's like okay like let's come together and I'm going to show you the two sides and then we're going to figure out how to like even the scales up now Libra's also 
um, ruled by Venus, which is the planet of beauty, harmony, arts, culture. So she loves beauty. She loves harmony. She loves pretty things. Um, but she also likes people feeling well, feeling comfortable. Um, so, and like, she's, she creates a safe space for people. You know what I mean? So when I think about, so here's the interesting thing. Libra is not only how people see you, it Libra represents the rising is the problem you're here to solve. It's what your soul's work is here to do. Right. And so okay. you, so it's really interesting that one, what you do is you are, um, well, what did you say? The, the, an architect? So like, um, so yeah, naval architect. So basically I, but um, like a very specific example is my one guy I work with sometimes gets this like energy and he just starts ranting and a lot of people can't roll with it. They, they kind of lose interest or like, don't under the, like, I don't know what he just said to me. And then <laughs> I just have to be like, okay, he just wants you to do this. And they're like, oh, okay. That's not so complicated. But he, yeah. Like, went on a, 12 minute rant about it. So. <laughs> so yeah. So here's a problem here to solve. You're here to solve the problem of people, people compromising, people working together, people bringing harmony into an experience. So that's your role. You are here to solve that problem for the people you work with, for the, what your soul is here to do on this planet through the work that you do. And I think it's so interesting that you have so much Pisces energy. So I don't think it's a coincidence that you are a naval architect. So there's that Piscean sprinkling, like from more from a literal water perspective and using that intuition and, and that interesting sphere and then bringing it into this harmony. So your Libra rising is like, we get to bring harmony into the world that we've chosen, which is this, this um naval this naval sphere this this architecture which is also very like so interesting because it is when i think of uh engineers and i think of all that work i like i think of earth signs it's so like rigid and grounded and scientific and practical and structural mm -hmm. and there's something about you that brings of like literally you bring another element to the work that you do that other people can't bring because i'm sure most of the people that you work with probably have a lot of earth energy. But here's the funny thing. Your stellium is in Capricorn, which is an earth sign. And it's one of the things you said before that struck me very interesting was that you're like, well, I'm always at work. So that would, that's something that you want to know about. If Capricorn had a TV show archetype, it'd be the CEO, the lady boss, the empire builder. <laughs> so you've got a lot of this, intuitive energy in your chart but you've also got this work 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 energy in your chart so it's not a coincidence that you spend a lot of time at work that you feel very connected to your work but that you're bringing it you're pulling in these different elements to give it something different okay that's yeah i mean i i usually like work like right right now at this exact moment i'm i feel a bit stagnant at work so i'm trying to like find a new opportunity not necessarily like a different job but like a rotation or something mm -hmm. um just to kind of like infuse myself with a little more energy or mm -hmm. uh, enthusiasm to go back <laughs> well um, yeah but you yeah want, you I mean, want to feel I, renewed i do but i i really do like work i like i enjoy oh it's in your chart <laughs> it's in your chart girl um i always say that there are people who are worried about work and making money or building careers and when i see this much capricorn energy i'm like you good 
<laughs> you, you'll, you, that's like, that drives you. Right. And so yeah. that's an energy that pulls to you. Um, so it's interesting okay. that you said stagnant because that's actually the next placement, um, that I go to in the chart, which is, um, the moon. So when you're feeling stagnant, when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling moody, when you're feeling things aren't going right, that's the time for you to stop and be like, oh, I got to pay attention to the moon. I get to nourish the moon. So the moon is what we've brought in from past lives. It's karmic ties we get to cut. And so first, it also represents our emotions. So you have the moon in Pisces. So you probably feel all your feels. And you probably feel, um, you it's it's heightened right like i i think about water having no container so when i see a person with a moon in a water sign it's like your emotions like go all over the place because water cannot be contained when it's let loose right yeah yeah um so that's what comes up for me now when it when we talk about that like when you're feeling stuck when you're feeling something's not right something's not moving the moon is what we also get to nourish because if the moon is not taken care of, then that sun and that rising can't do its job of bringing harmony, bringing beauty, bringing diplomacy to the work you're here to do, right? So you probably find yourself that when you are stagnant, when the moon isn't being nourished, that you cannot be that compromise maker, that you cannot be that harmony person, that you cannot be the diplomat, right? And so you get to nourish the moon. So I would, I always offer a moon in a water sign. You get to connect with some kind of water ritual. So I know you're in the water a lot or probably more often than most people because of the work you do. I'm curious to hear what comes up for you when I say that. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know that I like have a water ritual. Um, <laughs> I, I do like, I love pretty much every water sport there is. And I like spending time in the water. I haven't really um like taking a bath like a bath ritual like yeah, i know when i'm yeah. moody i'm gonna take a bath i do like taking baths yeah <laughs> yeah okay. that's like a big part of releasing mm -hmm. and decompressing and nourishing the moon um okay. now the other thing is that the moon when we nourish the moon she also feels like okay now i can move the mission forward and when we move the mission forward she's also going to be like well i want like i can't move us forward <laughs> If we're not using the gifts of that sign and Pisces is highly intuitive. And so there's a sense of like, when you're feeling stagnant, when you're feeling like you can't move this mission forward, she's calling you to bring your intuition in. Like, I think it's more about using your intuition. So like, here you are, you're feeling stagnant in the work. Then what's the next step? Mm -hmm. And to nourish the moon is to say, okay, I don't have to over rationalize this. It's what, what, what is my intuitive hit? Okay. What, what is my, what is my spirit telling me? What is my energy telling me? Like your energy might be saying, I want to move, but I know this isn't the right time. Or it might be saying, get out now, but you get to connect with those intuitive hits. You get to bring more intuition into what you're doing and this problem you're here to solve. Okay. All right. That feel good. Yeah. Awesome. Now the next piece is interesting. It's Mercury. So Mercury is, we all know as a planet that goes retrograde and it causes havoc a couple of times a year, but it's bigger than that. It is even more sensitive than the moon because Mercury represents how we assimilate new ideas. It's the integration of body, mind, and spirit. Also, 
on in the third dimension it's our intellect so our physical brain and the information our mind collects but when we really work with pisces in the highest form we access our higher consciousness so it's not just using your brain it's about using more of the conscious self and the conscious mindset um, if that makes any sense i think so yeah okay so you have mercury also in pisces so you got mean planetary placements you got a lot, a lot of pisces energy um, and you have pisces in a different house um, which is the fifth house so you have pisces uh, mercury and pisces in the fifth house so in order for you to access your higher consciousness you get to heal what we call the shadow every sign has a light and every sign has a shadow and pisces shadow is kind of like disconnecting it's kind of like tapping out it's so so there's a sense of like i don't know if like when you know sometimes when maybe things are too much or when you're really in your head you just tap out like you're not connected like you disappear you go daydream you're like sorry see you later yeah like i i don't make any decisions i like mm. i literally will just make other people make decisions for me. <laughs> like I, yeah but there's a sense of tapping out and not like wanting. So, so in the, in the astrological world, by the time you get to Pisces in the timeline of things, Aries is the first sign and Pisces is the end. Aries represents like the birth, the infancy stage. And Pisces is like afterlife, like, you know, being in the cosmos and aliens and the other dimensions. So it's like when, you know, they say that Pisces are, the most intuitive sign they're very very connected um but that but part of that connecting to spirit is being so connected to that energy that sometimes you don't physically want to be here <laughs> energetically mentally so with mercury there it's like saying okay i want to tap out mm -hmm. and, and so it's more about it's, a, it's more about i would even say it's probably about staying staying there like st staying grounded like the opposite of pisces would be virgo it'd be like okay you get to stay a little bit more connected to groundedness in your mind when you're feeling a little um disoriented or you feel like when you feel that need to tap out know that it's not about daydreaming it's about staying where you are because that's where the growth comes from in fact i'm also going to tell you the next piece it's really interesting you have so you have one of the placements that i feel is really important in a person's chart which is the north node also in pisces so you girl pisces 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 so spiritually connected even if you don't know how to understand it connect to it or use it um but the north node is the challenge we came in with in this planet in this lifetime so it's a way of being it's things that you have to grow into in order to really accomplish the soul's path so the cool thing is that with every north node, there's a south node, and the south node is our jam. It's what's super easy for us. Um, and your south node is Virgo. So we're talking. You've got a lot of this Pisces, and and that means there's also like this Virgo juxtaposition. So what's easy for you? Easy for you is Virgo is structure. She's like the executive producer. She could be behind the scenes, telling everyone where to be, what to do, how to do it. They, she probably has files with like highlighters and tabs and everything's organized you know getting people to be where they need to be when the work needs to get done she has her feet on the ground um what comes up for you when i say that i actually i mean 
I, I, yeah, I guess I'm good. So I, I did graduate with three <laughs> degrees because I was really good at scheduling. Yeah. Um, like I could just, I crammed enough classes in my schedule to have like so many credits, but I, I, so I, I'm good with like I, that stuff, but I, I don't know. I, I actually really dislike organ, like I, I like being organized, but for some reason, when I think of organization, I'm like, Oh God, it's like, it feels like so much work for me. (laughs) But it's a gift. Like, Like, it's so easy for you to do it. Unlike for others. Yeah, I get, I mean, I, I guess I, I, for, I do, I mean, it, it, it was easy. Like, honestly, like I was like, all I have to do is schedule my classes and then I just, I'll be done. Like, right. You know. So, so um, my teacher for this methodology jokes at the South Node is kind of like, the, you're like Whitney Houston was born singing like that. No one could teach her how to sing, whether she liked it or not. That was her voice and she could just do it. Similarly, being organized and knowing how to schedule and knowing how to be that executive producer it's like super easy. Like you could do it with your eyes closed and other people struggle with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess I, a lot of my friends have always been like, Oh, you're so adult. Like you bought <laughs> my first house like really early and like, a, just pay. I'm like, these are basic things. Like, I don't think these are, should be complicated, but I suppose like. Yeah. Being practical, being good with being practical and good with details is a very, it's very easy for Virgo. Like she's, she's very gifted with details and organization and being grounded. What's not easy for you is then the North node, which is that Pisces energy. And what I find interesting about that is you have your sun, moon, and Mercury, which are very key placements in Pisces. Mm-hmm. but that's also your challenge and when I see that together sometimes what comes up for me to say to people is like have you ever felt like it's like gosh it's really hard to be me <laughs> because my challenge is my son like I my challenge is me being who I am <laughs> yeah yeah I guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so even so you said before like you had moments where you're like you you feel like there's something else but you're not sure if that's in your head or if that's something real when it comes to like the connection and the intuition mm-hmm. yeah that's that that's that north node that north you have all this energy you definitely get the downloads you definitely feel the hits but that virgo i mean that pisces north node is telling you but I'm not sure. And this doesn't feel comfortable and I don't know how to do it. (laughs) So it's that energy that says, I don't, I don't know how to, this doesn't feel comfortable, but it's exactly what you came here to grow into. Okay. So have you ever been interested in exploring your spiritual gifts and your intuition and maybe even psychic abilities? Like, is that something that you're like, I think I might have to learn about this? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have been learned, I, I try to learn, um, at least about like, like I, I believe psychics, I, I believe in like, um, mediums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't know. I believe in like signs and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know like what I really have. <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think I'm psychic, but I, I, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I, I there are definitely times where I had like a dream and then I, it comes to, it comes true. Like I, I don't know. So. I love it. I love it because that's exactly kind of that energy. It's like you've had hits. The, the universe is showing you girl, you're so Pisces. You get to tap into this, but you also have that, that Virgo saying, but I'm, I like science. Like Virgo would totally say, but I like science. <laughs> 
Capricorn will be like, show me, show me the proof, show me the, the method. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pisces goes, but we get to dream. We're tapped into something bigger. Um, so, you know, I think part of like the gift and here's another more, maybe less woo woo way of saying it. You also get to tap into being more in the flow state. You let things flow, let them be dreamy, like dream big rather than having to be practical and rigid about things. That could be another mm-hmm. message. Um, from more of a 3D perspective of, of how to navigate this north node, south node juxtaposition. Okay, cool. Yeah, interesting. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I believe it. I think, yeah, it kind gotcha. of scares me. <laughs> <laughs> it scares you. Well, that's yeah. exactly what the north node is supposed to do. It's a, It's supposed to be what's really uncomfortable. And when you lean into that, you actually grow into your um, your rising, the problem you're here to solve. So the more you really tap into that intuition, I think the more you'll be able to solve that problem of harmony and compromise and bringing balance into the spaces that you that you navigate. Okay. Um, so the one thing um, we, we're kind of getting close to time. So what I want to focus on is Chiron. Chiron is the wounded healer. It's up here in your chart, and it's what we can't do for ourselves that we can do for others. And I'm really curious because according to this, you have Chiron and Gemini. And so Gemini represents a couple of things. It represents our intellect. They're the intellectual of the Zodiac. They love to get information. They love to gather. So that's probably where also kind of a little bit of that science. They love to like gather all the research and the headlines and the news and spill the tea. Um, But they're also communication. So whether it's writing or speaking or anything that's communication related. So intellect and communication is a big theme for Gemini. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm curious to hear if, you know, like one of the messages that comes up for me when I see a wound in Gemini is like, do you ever feel like you don't know enough and other people know more and you support other people and showing what they know? Or like, even like, you don't feel like you can say the things that you're supposed to say, but you support other people and be like, no, 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 you should say that. Um. I mean, I, I think what you just said sounds fairly accurate for me. I like, I am constantly like trying to get people to like speak up for themselves and like defend themselves or like just hold their ground. Like, I don't know, just don't let people walk all over them, I guess. Um, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Could you tell me, I guess, a little bit more about what Sure. Okay. So once again, it's the wounded healer. It's what we do easily for others that we don't always do so strongly for ourselves. Like we mm-hmm. feel like it's a wound for us. So for example, like you feel like maybe it's not your place to speak up for yourself everywhere, um, but you do that for others. You you really encourage other people to do the work and speaking up and communicating or whatnot but maybe it's, it's a little more difficult. Like you feel like, Oh, that's not something I can do. It's a wound. Like you feel wounded in that area for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I definitely don't take my own advice. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that seems uh, like accurate that you're, you're, you often advise people to speak up for themselves, but that's not necessarily how you step into it for yourself. Yeah. No, I don't know that I'm, I'm just like the cheerleader. Do it. (laughs) Got it. Got it. 
Um, so, so, so that, that for me, like the Chiron is more of a wound that you get to witness. And I think, you know, based on some of the readings that I've done, I feel like the more you really work into your North node, the North node is what you get to work on. And Chiron is where you get to witness, like be like, the more you're aware, the more that wound gets to heal. So the North okay. node is what you get to work on and, and Chiron is what you get to heal and just okay. witness. Now, I think we have space for probably two more um, placements that I love to talk about. One is Saturn. So Saturn's like the father figure of the Zodiac. He likes to, he's a disciplinarian, but he likes to reward you when you get the job done. He is the natural ruler of Capricorn, and you actually have Saturn in Capricorn. Okay. So when, so first of all, it's your leadership style. So your leadership style is boss lady, like show me the details. What's the plan? Let's go for it. Um, and additionally, this is also where you get to pay attention. So if Saturn and Capricorn were to have lunch and discuss like what needs to get done. They're both like, they're, they're, they work with each other. They're both business savvy. So it's about like, you know what, just, you probably love work. You're really into your work. You're going to be talking about work a lot and doing the work a lot, but this combination also warns of, don't let yourself get burned out because you could probably spend all your life at work and not make enough time for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So that's a lead. That's your, lead. so you're a strong leader, but just don't let yourself get burned out in the work. Okay. And then the last piece is Jupiter. I love to end with Jupiter because it's a planet of good luck, fortune expansion. It's where we find our optimism. And it's so funny because you find all this like juicy, uplifting, like high note energy. And you have Jupiter in Taurus, which I think is funny because Taurus is the bull. <laughs> so it's yeah. grounded. It's solid. So you find, you know, when you are stable, when you are in your comfort zone, when you have like a fixed routine, and I would even say when you're financially stable, like when you have your finances in order, when you have your schedule in order, when all those things are kind of like, when you have that all in place that, you know, earthly possessions and that earthly experience like structured and settled is when you probably have hits of good luck, when things go well, when things are when you begin to have that expansion. So for example, you get to nourish the moon by bringing your intuitive hits, but then that, that luck comes from you having your ducks in a row from everything being ready to go. Okay. I also think about like Taurus is a bull. You don't move a bull. The bull moves when it wants to be moved when it wants mm -hmm. to move. I mean, so it's also you're, you are, you probably have good hits when you take your time to make a decision. Just be careful of not having analysis paralysis. So okay to be like, take your time with something, I think, but it's don't get stuck in over analysis because Torians can really go into analysis paralysis as our mutual friend we have is <laughs> a very yeah. archetypal Taurus. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so, that's what I got for you. Let, what what comes up for you? Like, did you have any aha moments? Did this serve you? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought the, the nodes was really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't, didn't know anything about that. Um, uh, yeah, but it makes, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the work stuff makes a lot of sense to me. I can't, what, it was Saturn and then Saturn and Capricorn. What else is in Libra? My my uh, 
right? What was it? Not Your rising Libra. is in My Libra. Rising is in yeah. Libra. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do always feel very Pisces, but. Um, <laughs> but you're also very Capricorn for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do have a lot of close friends that are Capricorns, and that kind of makes sense because I feel like I can understand them sometimes, even if mm -hmm. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm so glad you, I, I love that you said that. I'm going to give you a quick soundbite about that too. Capricorn is not a mountain goat. It's a sea goat. So it's mountain on top, fin on the bottom. And that represents water and emotion. So you, you're, you're very emotionally connected between all the Pisces and that fin of Capricorn. You, you, it's almost like a beautiful combination of, you know, how to get the work done while still being connected to the human experience. You're not like a robot worker. You're a human empath worker person in the workplace okay yeah i mean i do yeah i work i like i work a lot and i love work but i do feel like i make a lot of friendships at work too like i'm the person at work that like people come over and chat with me and like mm -hmm. I, that's like, your libra. I don't know yeah, yeah that's the, yes you're libra girl <laughs> yeah so. awesome well thank you so much yeah, for thank you very um, much. this was awesome Awesome. I can't wait to see how you, what happens next when it comes to using the intuition in your career. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, 